You're listening to Postpartum Pieces, a sub-series of the Mummy Republic podcast, featuring educational conversations with professionals to help you get through postpartum life the best you can. Today's topic is postnatal depletion. I'm joined by qualified counsellor and psychotherapist Wendy Gilroy from Mind Momentum. Wendy, I think we're getting better at talking about the impact having a child has on a mother, mm-hmm. both mentally and physically. And particularly in recent years, even though it's been around for quite some time, I feel like we're starting to hear now a lot more about postnatal depletion. Mm-hmm. So what what is it? Postnatal depletion, gosh, it is such an important topic. So thank you for having me on to talk about this, Danny. Um, postnatal depletion is a cluster of symptoms that mums can experience um, that can start in pregnancy, but generally they'll feel it coming on and getting worse as time progresses after they've had their baby. And these symptoms that a mum can experience affect her on every level. So we're talking about symptoms that affect her mental health, her emotional health, her physical health, her relationships that, um, and her spirituality as well in terms of, you know, her sense of purpose and identity. So it really hits her in so many ways. Um, it, it really starts, and I guess the word depletion gives you a sense of what's going on here, but growing a baby takes so much from a mother Um Obviously, a baby needs lots of nutrients and vitamins and minerals and bub takes those from mum. And so as, t- as the months pass and then mum goes through the birth experience and then if she breastfeeds, it will just exacerbate the depletion within herself. Um, and so oftentimes mums don't know that they're becoming depleted and it's like this slow burn that happens over months and months and months. Um, but interestingly enough, postnatal depletion can affect a mum for up to 10 years after having a baby or, or two or three if left untreated. So it's, it's certainly not something um, like postnatal depression that might just, um, you know, come on during the first year or two or three after having a baby uh, and maybe hover for a few months. But this is certainly much bigger and broader than that. Um, And according to uh, Dr. Oscar Serilak, who's a specialist GP in uh, mother care and postnatal depletion, he believes that it affects up to 50% of Australian mums. God, that's crazy, isn't it? Mm. And and if we just circle back to that 10 years, mm-hmm. I mean, we joke all the time about baby brain and, yes. um, you know, how we all feel quite silly when it comes to the things that we do post-birth and when we're pregnant. But mm. isn't that insane that it, it has that much of a significant impact on our bodies? It is. It's It literally is quite crazy. And um, I think a lot of people might not necessarily believe that unless they've experienced it themselves. And, you know, when you think about mums in this day and age who um, are often rushing back to work after having a baby or maybe having a second or a third baby in a short period of time, that that depletion can really just get worse and they're not really allowing themselves to replenish in terms of their physical, emotional, mental needs during that time. So um, it can be really hard and utterly 
exhausting. I think there's just, there's a lot of pressure on mums these days, isn't there, to bounce back, you know, to, um, as I said, get back to work, to be fully functioning, to carry the, the load of motherhood and to do it all. Um, and I think as mums, we can be pretty good at putting that pressure on ourselves as well. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think a lot of, you know, we definitely have those societal pressures and that's where it stems from, but mm. we, uh, we struggle sometimes to ask for help. Mm-hmm. We don't always acknowledge, um, the support that we need and we kind of feel like we have to do it all. Mm-hmm. When it, when it comes to this, I mean, being a new parent is exhausting mm-hmm. at the best of times. Mm-hmm. So could you give us a sense of what it might look and feel like on a day-to-day basis yeah. if you were suffering from postnatal depletion? Mm, sure. And, of course, bearing in mind that it, it will look and feel a little bit different for every mum. Um, yes. But really I think what underlies postnatal depletion is this ongoing sense of fatigue and exhaustion. Um, you know, like literally down to the core of your, your bones as a mum where everything just feels like so much of an effort. There's this heaviness around just doing the most mundane, simplest of tasks like cooking a meal or cleaning up or whatever it might be. Um, there's also this this brain fog, um, an inability to think clearly or just feel like yourself, you know, that, that mental clarity. Um And with that comes that lack of concentration, problems with memory, and this can also um, lead to a mum feeling a lot of self-doubt and losing her confidence in in who she is. Um, Oftentimes there's anxiety, heightened anxiety, and that sense of being, you know, so tired and exhausted, sorry, tired and exhausted, but feeling quite wired as well, Um, not being able to sleep properly because you've got that adrenaline and anxiety, maybe a racing mind at night time as well. Um, For some women it might be that they're they're sad and flat and they're crying and they're just on edge all the time, Um, you know, with this feeling of being overwhelmed by everything and not being able to cope. Um, other mums might go from zero to a hundred really quickly in, in terms of getting angry and losing control and um, not wanting to be that way, obviously, but feeling like their moods are just all over the place. It's a bit of a um, an emotional roller coaster through motherhood. And then, as I said, you know, this will really contribute to to feelings of um, of self doubt, and and it can create problems in their relationship with their partner as well. So. As you can see, Danny, it's really multifaceted and it can really start to wreak havoc for mums in in so many different ways. Mm, absolutely. And it is it is scary because I think there would be a lot of mums feeling in this this way, mm-hmm. but just thinking, oh, well, this is, this is mum life. Mm. Um, again, being something that it's not, that we don't often speak about what are some of the challenges in addressing postnatal depletion yeah look I think awareness and understanding of this um, is paramount and look I've worked with so many mums over the past almost six years now and I um, you know have seen a lot of mums who I believe have suffered from postnatal depletion but they might go to their GP and um, they'll either get one of two stories one it's postnatal depression, Um, here's a script for some antidepressants, or, oh, there's nothing wrong with you, this is just motherhood, you're tired, you're not sleeping, it's hard, you're just adjusting. And some mums can walk out feeling as though they've been told that it's all in their head. Um, Mm. So that's a a real challenge because I don't necessarily um, think that health practitioners 
in general um, are up to speed on this. There's a lot more information and awareness that that needs to be had. Um, so, so receiving the wrong diagnosis, Danny, or maybe just um, not getting, you know, having the right tests done um, or the right conversation, it can be so hard when GPs are overworked, aren't they, especially through this COVID time. And a mum might have a 10, 15-minute window to go and see a GP who doesn't necessarily know her um, and might just really quickly assess it and truly believe that she's suffering from postnatal depression or maybe postnatal anxiety or both, um, when in actual fact the underlying causes of what's going on here um, are, are quite different. So I think that, from my point of view, is, is one of the biggest challenges. And it's difficult too because from a, a medical perspective, you know, GPs, their their focus is on, you know, the medical side of things, mm-hmm. not necessarily the mental health side of things. And although they can mm-hmm. refer mental health plans and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they're not in those short appointment windows going to have the same type of conversations as a mum would with, say, yourself as a counsellor. Would you always suggest that it's a good idea to probably speak to somebody in the mental health industry if you're concerned about, I mean, any of those things really when it comes to postnatal depletion or depression or anxiety as opposed to just referring to your GP? Yeah, look, I think just starting to talk is so important. So um, I don't ever want to prevent anyone from reaching out to to, to someone, um, whether it's a GP or a psychologist or a counsellor or a a naturopath. Um, Talking is key. But what I would love to say to any mum who might be listening who um, this might be resonating is to find a health practitioner, um, again, in, in whatever field, um, in terms of naturopathy or, or um, medical practitioner or, or therapist, who specialises in supporting mums postpartum, because there are just some um, some areas that really are key to understand, um, as opposed to maybe being again misdiagnosed or, or misunderstood. If that makes sense. Mm, yeah, absolutely. How do you how do you diagnose something like this? Um, look, it's it's not a, a diagnosis as such that's listed in the um, the DSM. Um, it's something that you need to have a bunch of, I guess, blood tests to show whether you're depleted in certain things. But just sharing the symptoms with a knowledgeable GP who's who's all over this um, will be able to to pick that up. So. Um, yeah, it's a bit tricky from that point of view, but it's something that, as I said, is gaining more awareness and health practitioners are more on top of it. So um, from that point of view, that they'd be able to help a mum heal because this there's no magic bullet. There's no magic pill for this whatsoever. It does require a holistic approach for a mum to heal. Um, yep. and, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it, it's on every single level. One of the most important things that a mum would need to do if she is suffering from postnatal depletion is to replenish those essential nutrients and vitamins and minerals. And doing that with a um, a clinical naturopath or nutritionist or a functional GP would be ideal. So... Um, and the difference there between a regular GP and a functional GP is that a functional GP is all over this stuff in terms of nutrients and minerals and vitamins, um, whereas your average GP may not have that knowledge or expertise. 
because yeah. um, there are specific tests that you'd want to run and they want to look for um, and that's what's going to help a woman heal primarily but then you're looking at hormones as well um, and you're looking at all the relationship stuff the the cognitive stuff the thought patterns that are going on um, you know how mum is adjusting in terms of that transition from single woman to becoming a mother that's a whole other piece there in terms of matrescence mm-hmm. so it's it's really you know quite big um, and that's why it's as I was saying it's you know it's multi-dimensional there's not just mm-hmm. one magic bullet at all and and that's a, a really good point because it is as you mentioned a holistic sort of point of view because there is a lot to handle and I think um, one thing I didn't know post-birth is that it's very common for women to lack in vitamin D I mean Mm. I think we talk a lot about iron and whatnot Mm -hmm. but lacking in those certain I guess requirements it not only affects you physically but it affects you mentally as well Mm -hmm. doesn't it absolutely and you know some of the key um nutrients vitamins minerals that we're talking about here when we're looking at postnatal depletion are um, iron that's a huge one zinc vitamin b12 um, and probably the other vitamin b's as well vitamin d as you said and um, uh, omega-3s but also looking at thyroid function as well so getting the gp to check for for the functioning of your thyroid is also really important too we get a lot of attention around the fact that there's postnatal depression and anxiety, um, but we seem to forget about the fact that, well, potentially it's being caused yeah. by other things as well, you know, and it could very well be that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. there's definitely not enough awareness in this space. How, apart from, you know, let's say we're replenishing these vitamins, you're working with a GP or a health provider who's helping you from the physical side of things, mm-hmm. mentally, mm-hmm. Where do you even start in recovering mm. from something like this? Oh, it's it's really huge, isn't it? And um, I guess all, all I can talk about here is my experience as a counsellor and psychotherapist and I have a really detailed intake form with all of my clients. I get a really good feel for all of their symptoms and their experience and a bit of their history uh, before we start our sessions. And from that, I'll, I'll have a, a good understanding of, you know, where to start and things can Um, you know evolve through sessions quite quickly and the key areas that we're looking at um, you know I'll be able to pick up quite quickly if a mum's got a really you know negative headspace and um, you know that sort of a glass half empty approach or just um, really struggling to see the positive side or having maybe a really rigid mindset or um, really high expectations of herself that are starting to to come into play since she's become a mum. But um, you know, other than looking at thought patterns, we're looking at things like, you know, what? How does this mum feel like um, she's living with a sense of purpose, or what's her self identity now that she's become a mum? Because a lot of a lot of mums who've worked so hard and had this career or studied suddenly feel like they've, you know given that up to start a family and then they have this sense of loss there's almost like this grieving process they go through when they Mm. become a mother and they're no longer in the workplace or contributing to something or you know using their um, their knowledge or expertise and uh, they can really feel lost uh, at that point in their life Um, 
there's also the part around relationships because as we know you know when um, partners start to have children that unfortunately there's a lot of challenges and conflict and disconnection that can be created at that time as well so there's um you know there's no guidebook on how to become a parent or how to become a mum or how to maintain your relationship through this it's it's hard work and um, there's, there's a lot of trial and error and uh, a lot of support that a lot of couples need working through that to strengthen their relationship. Um, so there's some of the big ones. Another one that comes up in therapy is when um, a woman has a baby for the first time, it tends to shed light on her own mother as well and the relationship um, that she has with her mother and how she was raised, um, you know, the positive and, and, and the not so positive stuff. And, and that can open gateways to some healing that needs to happen as well. So um, they're, they're some of the big ones that we'll work through in, um, in talk-based therapy. Mm, and that's, that's such an amazing point because I think a lot of women tend to go through um, a whole a whole level of growth when it comes to becoming a mum. Mm. And it is these little things that you uncover that you go, oh, wow, I didn't realise that maybe that's something I need to address or mm. um, it just cha- it changes your perspective on, on everything. Um, do you have any final words of wisdom if I guess somebody is feeling like maybe this might be relevant to them? What should they do and where should they start? Mm, look, I think, as I said earlier, just starting to talk to a health professional that you're comfortable with is key. Having the conversation, being really open and although it's really hard to be vulnerable sometimes and to, you know, really share what your your true inner experience is, it is the only way that you're going to be able to work through that to get to a, a better place. Um, you know, finding the right practitioners and I say that because it's, you know, when it comes to postnatal depletion, it's not generally not just about the one practitioner. You know, I work uh, in my practice and I'm um, often referring my clients to go back to their GP. And then we're also working with a wonderful women's health expert, often a, a naturopath. Um, and so, you know, with the three of us together, we're getting so much information and we're able to work with all of that together to make some amazing progress. Um and, you know, that, that sense of having a village in your personal life as a mum these days is just so important because we don't tend to have the support that women had, you know, in the generations before us. And, and that support is just so, so key. Um, and then really looking at, you know, just briefly, Danny, seven aspects that I like to focus on in my work with mums that uh, can really create this healthy, positive transformation. So, you know, we've covered things like, you know, your thinking patterns, that cognitive aspect of your mental and emotional health, um, relationships, you know, partner, family, friends, um, re-nourishing, refueling with the food and uh, what you're putting into your body and whether you might need some supplementation, that's okay. Exercise is a huge piece. Um, when you're ready to start moving your body again, that is really important. And there's the whole piece around self-care. You know, um, as much as mums are all about the baby, 
mums need to be so much more self-focused as well in terms of making sure that they're filling their cup first so that they can keep giving and nurturing and loving um, their their baby or babies and, and their family around them as well. Um, you know, the rebalancing aspect of, of health through hormonal rebalancement, uh, whatever needs to happen there, we've health practitioners giving advice and guidance, and then that piece around personal and spiritual growth. Who am I now? What do I truly want? What do I value? What am I passionate about? What inspires me? Um, I think too often mums get lost in the bubble of, of you know, motherhood and looking after baby that they uh, just almost forget about themselves and that part of them that, that that was so important before they became a mother, we can't let that go. And mm. um, we always need to rem- remember, you know, who we were before we had a baby and what we can do to hold on to that and then continue to grow um, and develop in ways that are really important for us. Oh, that resonates with me so much and I, I am such a firm believer in having that, I guess, mum life balance, mm. you know. You are a mum and it's an evolution and it's a very important one but you can't forget that person that you were because she's still really important too. Oh, of course, usually so. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for joining me, Wendy. You have been amazing as expected. And um, you've also been so kind enough to um, offer any of our listeners a 20 minute complimentary call with yourself mm-hmm. to have a chat. And I'll be sure to put all of your um, details into the show notes as well. But I think it's so valuable. And if it if you've been thinking about it, or if, if any of this sort of resonates with you, it's a great opportunity to maybe delve a little bit deeper. So thank you again, so much for joining me. My pleasure, Danny. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful being able to speak about this with you today. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you. Such an incredibly valuable conversation with Wendy because although I think we're starting to talk about this topic more these days, there's just not enough information on it unless you're aware of it. A couple of key points that I took away from today's episode is that studies have suggested that postnatal depletion can affect a woman for up to 10 years. That is incredible. It just proves that the sooner you get help, the better it will be for you in the long run. It can affect a mother physically, mentally, and emotionally. So there are a number of different elements that need to be addressed when it comes to recovering from such a condition. As Wendy mentioned, the key though is to speak up about it, regardless of where you start doing that. As I mentioned, Wendy has kindly offered a free 20-minute consultation for any of our listeners. So be sure to reach out to her if you feel like you need the help. I've popped all of her details into the show notes for a point of call. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you can join me next week as well. If you're on Instagram, head on over to at Mummy Republic Podcast for more information on the postpartum sub-series and the main podcast and the guests that are involved. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to speaking with you next time.